Hey, it's Lori. So today I'm bringing you a conversation I had with founder of Keep Virginia Cozy. Now you're like, what is Keep Virginia Cozy? Well, we're going to talk about this. They are a great community-based organization in Virginia. And a little bit about their mission. They work to conserve our land through outreach, restoration, and research. And their core values are kindness, inclusion, environmental sustainability, protection of nature, and ingenuity. And I love their tagline, be kind, smile at strangers, work together for good, pick up litter, keep Virginia cozy. Throughout this conversation, you're going to learn more about some of the things that the group is doing, who they partner with, and how you can get involved. And even if you are not part of the Virginia area, there's ways that you can do some of the things that they're doing in your own local community. And Brian would love to talk to you and help you out if that's something you're interested in. We're also going to talk a little bit about some of the hikes that Brian's going on to promote um, and do fundraising for other organizations. And then also some of the trail magic they put out there for the Appalachian Trail Hikers in Rockfish Gap. So listen in, learn, and check the show notes for ways to connect. All right, so I'm here with Brian from Keep Virginia Cozy. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, so where are you at you're obviously in Virginia, but but what parts? Yeah, we are. Uh, we're based in Richmond, Virginia. Um, that's where I've been for the this this year has been ten years that I've been there. Uh, but we have uh, a few people in Charlottesville, um, a few folks in Virginia Beach, and uh, a gentleman in um, Northern Virginia, I believe, outside of Alexandria. Um, some of those small towns up there kind of blur together, Alexandria and all that stuff. Um, but we have those uh, groups that are getting ready to start uh, some cleanups this year when we start our Trashy Tuesday season and everything back up. They're going to be starting there. So we'll actually have uh, like four cities every week doing uh, cleanups. Oh, nice. And so, of course, to, you know, take a step back. So what is Keep Virginia Cozy? Because, you know, you caught my eye, um, obviously, on Instagram, and I loved all your kind of retro look and different things that you were doing and um just you guys have just um you're doing great things but it's also just seems like such a fun inclusive and inviting type of group so want to know more you know what is the organization and kind of what it what it stands for yeah thank you that's uh the things that you just generously described us as is exactly what we're aiming to be so that's uh that's great that that's what you're taking away from it uh and we hope everyone does uh we are an environmental nonprofit. Uh, that's the, the tip of the spear that we hold. And uh, coming down off of that, we have basically anything and all things outdoors, uh, you know, related to, to just get people outside. I mean, that's, that's the main thing is, uh, you know, get up and move and, and get away from screens and, uh, you know, just go enjoy nature and just, just literally just be outside. Uh, we got started with litter cleanups because that's, that's a very, um, ever-present issue uh, no matter where you are 
especially cities with lots of people and things like that. Um, so we had our weekly cleanups and those uh, spread in popularity by word of mouth, which is just an amazing thing to, uh, to witness. We are uh, entering our fourth year now. In our first year, we were averaging, you know, between eight and 11 people at every cleanup, which is fantastic because that's, uh, you know, six or seven other people that I convinced to come uh, pick up litter in their free time. Uh, and then this past year, uh, last month, actually, uh, you know, we had our cleanup uh, February 21st um, at a spot in the east end of Richmond, and we had 68 people uh, come out. And that's during a pandemic, uh, which is another amazing thing. So it's been it's been really, really great and really, really uh, humbling to see grow uh, like that. But yeah, so that's pretty much uh, our gist is, you know, environmentalism uh, upfront, conservation, taking care of these places that restore us. Uh, and then just trying to get everybody outside in a way that feels comfortable. Because one thing I saw a lot of, um, you know, I've always been comfortable outside. I grew up in, in Boy Scouts and everything. And so being outside to me, it was just kind of second nature because I was just, you know, I've been, you know, feral since 1986. So it's like it was a completely different ballgame and meeting people who wanted to be outside, but maybe didn't know where to start um, or, you know, or you didn't have $300 to throw down to figure out if they even liked camping. Uh, that kind of thing. So we started trying to get some stuff together and some uh, some local outfitters involved and stuff like that. So people could come join us on a hike and see if that's even something they like. They might discover that they rather sit in a chair and drink lemonade outside instead of hiking. Uh, but, you know, they can come with us to figure that out. That's a couple great points there. Uh, you know, you pointed out about how, you know, some people may be just kind of intimidated by the thought of, okay, what what do I need? Because you have this, I mean, there's this perception out there, right, that a hiker has to have all of this year. And it's, you know, the REI catalog, basically, right? You're, right. You know, you have to have this certain pack, these certain boots, these certain, you know, trail runners, and going on and on. But, you know, for someone who's just starting out, it's, you're can be overwhelmed with all right. of the choices. So, um, so what were the local outfitters, um, what were they doing to kind of help encourage uh, people to get out? Uh, well, the good thing here in Richmond, anyway, uh, one that we work with a lot is uh, called Walkabout Outfitters. Um, they have several locations all around Virginia, um, Richmond, uh, Roanoke, Blacksburg, Harrisonburg, uh, and Lexington. And I might be, I think there's two in, in Roanoke. So there's like six total um, all around the state. And then uh, one that just opened up, uh, my friend Evan Garrison runs, and it's called the Trail Hut. And that one is unique in that it's all upcycled or rehomed outdoor gear. So, oh, nice. you know, yeah, so it's really cool. So it, it, two things we're super passionate about, recycling and getting outside. So, uh, you know, if somebody looks in their basement and sees that they have a Patagonia jacket they haven't worn it in 10 years, uh, you know, give it a second home and somebody else can go buy it without paying Patagonia prices. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, get outside. So, so we set up a fund, uh, we consign some of our own gear there, uh, and set up a, a fund at, uh, the trail hut. So people can go in and just say, uh, you know, get what they want or whatever. And when they're checking out, just mention keep Virginia cozy or, uh, that they've come to a cleanup or that they're planning to come to a cleanup or, uh, get outside with us in some way. And they'll get $5 off of their, you know, their purchase at the trail hike, because that'll come out of a fund that we set up for them there. And, and walkabout outfitters uh, does just a lot of, uh, they just give a lot. They just, you know, monthly, we, we just concluded a, 
wilderness first responder um, or first aid class where they donated ticked like portions of the ticket sales to a nonprofit and they've chosen us several times through that so that's 150 bucks coming in for teaching people how to be outside uh, safely you know so things like that and it's just really cool to witness yeah the safety thing um is important as well especially considering there's a lot of people you know you're talking about you know this last year being kind of crazy and just you know we're in the middle of a pandemic and you had you know such a great um great showing at your last event but what's been happening is you know people have flocked to the outdoors but maybe you know because that is obviously always open um but have not necessarily been um i guess educated on you know things like leave no trace making sure they're you know being sound in their decisions not you know creating social trails um realizing that no orange peels you know won't um you know you can't leave them on the trail or banana peels and stuff like right. that you know it, you think oh no it'll it's it's organic no yeah uh, so so what have you seen i guess in your local areas or i guess across virginia in the last year um, you know, related to those kinds of things. Yeah, that's a good thing to bring up because I was actually just yesterday, uh, we managed a section of trail in Shenandoah National Park. Uh, and I was up there clearing that with um, my friend Gary, who who oversees that with me uh, for a section. And we, and we were talking about exactly this. You know, we have uh, the large portion of the country uh, who in the world who have always known that the outdoors is a great spot. Uh, mixed with the people who've just spent the last year figuring out uh, that it's a great spot. And, you know, we never want to come off as, um, you know, like any sort of like holier than thou vibe. That's never anything, you know, I've, I've come across that a few times just with even classes I've taken to further my own education and stuff. And I don't ever want it to be like, this is the information. Let me hand it to you. You know, like we, but, mm -hmm. but what you just described are things that people don't know. You know, you, you think because a, a Clementine grows outside that it's okay to throw that on the ground. And it's not, it's, you know, it is litter. It's a form of litter. So we work to uh, offer workshops like that. Like I actually am a leave no trace instructor, but I'm going uh, in May to get my master educator uh, for that so that we can just have more resources uh, available for things exactly like making fun flashcard decks to, to leave it at outfitters and places, you know, where people can flip through and see that be like, Oh, I didn't know that uh, a banana was a bad thing to throw on the ground or whatever, but we definitely need some instruction. If we're going to have, you know, upwards of 800% of outdoor recreation uh, usage coming up down the line with, with all this stuff. Uh, it's an interesting, it's going to be interesting for sure. And I'm, I'm, grateful to be able to help any way that we can with the venue that we have or the, the means that we have to do that. But I, I don't really know what that's going to look like. So it's going to be an interesting uh, thing to see play out. Yeah, I liked how you kind of alluded to uh, working with the communities and kind of making it fun or, you know, making that information in a way that um, isn't coming across as, I guess, like you said, holier than thou, but also, you know, that kind of just, um, you know, academic in a sense, right. like, like you want to be able to connect, you know, those dots and just make it kind of second nature. So, um, and that's what I, you know, when I first, when we first uh, started today, kind of what I alluded to is, 
you know, your social media, your posts, your events, they're really focused on community, fun, you know, you're welcome here. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, what you guys have been up to to kind of promote that diversity and inclusion um, in hiking, because uh, that's something that we, it's a good focus to have, you know, right now in, in these times. Right, right. It, absolutely. Um, and that's, that's one of the things that was brought to my attention, uh, especially this year, where in years past, you know, we're young, we're, we're a four-year-old nonprofit and I started it in a Subaru in a parking lot. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that certain things were going to have to be things that I stated. Um, but I found out this year that just knowing those things isn't enough. I, you actually have to be uh, proactive in, in, in saying that stuff. You know, I've known since day one that anyone and everyone is welcome with us. And I've hoped that anyone and everyone has felt welcome with us. But by not making it stated, uh, you know, maybe some people haven't felt welcome with us. Or it takes a lot of courage to come out to a cold call cleanup, you know, where you don't know anyone uh, and, and meet strangers and, and try to make a better, uh, a better world for everybody. So, so we kind of, I started to do a better job or try to do a better job um, of making sure that those were things that we were saying in our posts and, and just, just making that note, you know, without, overdoing it, I guess, or, or trying to just, uh, just making sure that people knew like, Hey, you're anyone and everyone is welcome here. It doesn't matter what your viewpoints are on anything else. This place is we're a community of outdoor preservationists who enjoy each other's company. And this is what we're here to do. Uh, you know, come be with us, come don't be with us, like do whatever you want, but like, we're going to provide you the means to clean up with us outside uh, and enjoy each other's company. And know that when you're with us, there's no dumb questions. There's no, uh, you know, this person's been outdoorsy for forever and they know more than I do or whatever. We're all, we're literally all equal and the outdoors is for everyone. All we're trying to do is keep it clean. And anyone is welcome to do that. Um, but we've reached out one thing that I was fine because this is also the prospect, you know, I'm, I'm a white dude, you know, like I can say that, uh, everyone is welcome here, but maybe not everybody feels welcome here. I don't know. I, those are viewpoints I don't have because I'm not anything other than a white dude. And so it's also not fair for me to try and see it from other people's perspectives, you know? So I want people to, to come to me or come to the group or bring their dynamic to our family and have us literally all grow together. Um, but I reached out to some groups that I think are doing a really good job uh, with inclusion in the outdoors and can, can do an even better job than we can. You know, I can at least help support them in their efforts and hopefully that'll lift everybody up equally uh, with stuff. Some of the ones that we've reached out to are a group called unlikely hikers. Um, they're doing amazing work, like, and they do a really good job of doing exactly what you said earlier, you know, like, um, well, a hiker has to look this way and they have to have a, you know, certain vibe and they have you, if you're wearing jeans, you can't do this or whatever. Like it's, that's not true. Just go outside and start somewhere. And wild diversity is another group. Um, outside voices podcast. That's another group uh, that we've supported. And even with she ops out uh, here in Richmond, you know, they're, they're getting people, uh, women and, uh, and girls in the area who might not be comfortable going out uh, by themselves 
uh, with other women in big group forms to explore these places that sometimes have probably felt like they weren't, not sometimes, most of the times probably felt like they weren't welcome there or that they were on somebody else's turf when they were there kind of a thing. And it's really cool to see them uh, and the work that they do and be able to you know, support them in any way that we can, whether that's a, a fundraiser where we raise you know, a couple hundred bucks to give to each of them, uh, which is what we just did with the inclusion hike, uh, the section hike, um, or, you know, just if they have events that we can come support, um, great. You know, I'll do that too. We'll bring as many volunteers as we can to whatever they need us to do. Um, another one that just popped in my head when I said that was that event that we did last month was for Black History Month uh, in Richmond. And we had a speaker come from the American Civil War Museum to the James River Park system, uh, where it was in the East End and Caro's Landing, uh, which played a big role um, in African-American history and Virginia. And one of the groups that was going to be there, uh, but had other stuff on their, their plate that day, but is also doing awesome stuff in the, in the area. Uh, and they just won Best of the Blue Ridge this year as well too. Uh, it's called Black Girls Hike RVA, uh, all one word. So you can follow them on Instagram and it, it's just great. You know, these people, like everyone seeing like uh, all of these people feeling what they should have felt all along, like welcome to be outside together. And it's really, really fun to, to watch and, and see grow. And I think Richmond especially is doing a really good job of, of fostering that growth. And I think what you're touching on too is the importance of one, giving that space to allow people to to collaborate and join mm -hmm. and, and be out there but also then to listen just to right. you know be that active listener of okay um you know i'm going to listen and understand you know how you feel about the outdoors what i can do to help you feel more comfortable out there um and that's sometimes you know an uncomfortable thing yeah I'll definitely put links to the groups that you mentioned in the show notes as well to make sure that we can get that word out and have people, you know, have the opportunity to, to learn more. Yeah. Thank you. And that's, you know, and that's been one thing you mentioned it earlier. If, if you look at our feed or our, our Instagram and stuff, um, you know, there's I, some, some other businesses and things, you know, they always have an intro post or something like somebody's like, Hey, my name's such and such, and I do this and whatever. Um, and that's great because that gives you like a back end to what's going on, you know, like, you know, who's behind the scene and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, if you come to any of our events, you're going to meet me and that's fine. And I can't wait to, to have you be there. But I always want uh, everything on our social media, which is the face of what we do to everything else to only ever be uh, a community bulletin board, you know group photos of everyone like all that stuff like i'll meet you at our events and i'll talk to you and it'll be great and we'll make new friends and i would love to to meet a thousand people it'd be awesome but i want to always have our platforms be a reflection of all the people who come out to join us because that's what we are that's what what's what it's supposed to be you know it's um i want people to see themselves in us because these places we represent are for all of us no i i like that i didn't notice that because in you know following uh the feed it's like i would not have a clue who you were personally yeah 
<laughs> until, you know, of course, you know, connecting with you and, and, you know, scheduling this thing, but, but yeah, so it is about the community versus the individual. Um, and, you know, that's, that's refreshing. And, you know, I get that because, you know, and what I do as a podcaster, yes, you know, there's kind of a sharing of, of what I do as well, but on, on my, you know, account, it is really mostly there for like, Hey, I'm sharing other people's stories and, you know, that's, that's the mission, right. Right. You know, of kind of the community rather than the individual. So, yeah. and it's refreshing in, uh, in this, uh, day and age and era yeah, it, <laughs> of having that. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, uh, you know, I, I don't really know how to phrase what I'm thinking. Um, but what I want to be sure that I'm saying correctly, uh, is maybe this coffee will finally kick in and help me. But I, you know, um, being a white guy, I know that I come from a level of privilege and I want that to be used, uh, the best way that it can, uh, to help raise everything else up. You know, if I'm, if I have this, I, I want to be able to make sure that I'm using it and not just taking it for granted or pretending that I don't have it or something, you know, it's, if it's something that we're operating with, then I want to use it for the betterment of the movement that we're doing. And it's, we've been very fortunate to be allowed the space to become a community organization. And I always want us to stay that way. And that's, that's the main thing. That's, that's what's important. So you just mentioned to the um, Appalachian inclusion hike that you just did. So tell me a little more about what that was and where you hiked. Yeah. So that was um, ideally originally uh, when I announced it, uh, I don't think we thought that we would be, um, well, I know we didn't think that we'd still be as deep in COVID as we are. You know, that was a year ago that we made that announcement. But alas, here we are a year later and we're still in it. So uh, we had made some amendments uh, coming down the line uh, just to try and stay in accordance with, um, you know, CDC things and uh, ATC guidelines and recommendations and, um, you know, exploring locally uh, and doing all that stuff and avoiding uh, cross community contamination, if could be, or if need be. And uh, what it was going to be was Harpers Ferry South uh, and then Harpers Ferry North. Uh, and what it became was, uh, you know, the Northern Virginia section uh, south through Shenandoah. Uh, just finished that one last Thursday. And then next week, uh, I have a section down through Tinker's Cliff in Southwest Virginia, uh, that area, which is going to leave me with. Uh, and I've done the reeds from Rockfish to Reeds Gap uh, area down there, like where the start of um, it, it branches off and becomes three ridges over there. That'll leave me just basically Southwest Virginia to finish sometime, hopefully, um, you know, before 2022, whenever I can find the time to, to get out that way through Grayson Highlands and Damascus and all of that stuff, uh, which will then have ended with all 544-ish miles uh, hiked. So, we had uh, those four nonprofits I mentioned earlier, the Wild Diversity, She Ups Out, um, Outside Voices, and uh, Unlikely Hikers. We had done a fundraiser uh, on Facebook uh, and mentioned what we were doing and the work that we were trying to, to do and, and raise money for. I reached out to a few companies. Kuju Coffee uh, was one. MSR, obviously, you know, their fuel and stuff, which is helpful. <laughs> um, Man, there was a couple other ones too. 
that was oh oh an amazing group evergreen adventure foods uh out of oh yeah uh, out yeah. of georgia they are fantastic they fueled me the whole way which was great but you know we we set up a fundraiser for them we raised over a thousand bucks in the first one the first window uh so that was you know roughly 250 dollars going to each one of those groups um for their work and then we have it registered with this website called hike4.org uh, or .com. I think it's .com, but you can register as a hiker. So hike4 is F-O-R-4? Yeah, F-O-R, like, yeah, sorry, F-O-R-4. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like you can set up like a hike the same way you can set up kind of like a, um, you know, like a diabetes walk kind of a thing. People can donate. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's kind of rad. People yeah. can donate either in one lump sum and just say, you know, hey, here's a hundred bucks to the cause, or they can donate, you know, 10 cents per mile. Uh, and then hopefully you can log a bunch of miles. Um, so that's pretty fun. And that pot has been growing on the side. Um, so hopefully when we finish eventually with the Grayson Highlands and the Damascus area, uh, we'll have another thousand um, dollars or so to, to throw in and, and give those guys some, some funds. So how many of you guys are doing the hike? Uh, well, this, so it's just me and anybody who feels like joining, um, okay. you know, for it. Uh, so last week it was my friend, Lauren. Um, she has done, uh, it was, you know, she was going to do it for her birthday anyway, that a little Shenandoah through hike, but she finished a deadline earlier and then she, uh, joined me. And so we trekked through Shenandoah uh, for eight days with no rain or ice or snow, which is unheard of in Virginia. It's kind of weird. We did have a bunch of wind though. It was pretty, it got down to like six degrees the first, uh, two nights, which was a nice, interesting change of pace because, uh, you know, yeah, I had a 20 degree bag, so it was kind of, <laughs> it was kind of a little chilly, but, uh, it was fun. So yeah, we had Lauren came with that one. And then, uh, through Tinker's cliff, um, area, I've got, uh, my friend, Jenny, uh, my other friend, Jen, and, uh, one of our volunteers, this girl, Maddie, who has, uh, taken some pictures and some videos and stuff for us. Uh, they're going to join uh, for that section. So anybody's welcome to join. I understand that my flexibility is a little bit different uh, than most people. So uh, not everyone can just like throw in the towel on a Thursday and come join, but can a lot of people are working from home right now anyway. And those have been the ones that can, can join. They're just like, Oh, I'll just clock out early on a Friday and, and come kick it with you or something. So. so you're doing kind of a weekend each, like a long weekend each time. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Shenandoah was like eight full days just to to knock that out but yeah the rest of them are just going to kind of be like long long weekend uh adventures and of course you were mentioning before about trying to you know stay in line with the you know cdc recommendations and the atc guidelines so what are you guys doing kind of in in that regard yeah only virginia um yeah. you know and we're not staying in the shelters or anything like that um you know it's all dispersed camping and, and things and no small town resupplies either fortunate enough to have some friends in the Shenandoah Valley uh, side of things so I can uh, get a resupply uh, in Abingdon and again in Roanoke and uh, outside of Harrisonburg like it's not that part thankfully being from Virginia lined up pretty easily with with this aspect of the trip. So I haven't spent tons of time in Virginia but obviously when you know things are good again what are some places that you would say, hey, you know, especially thinking Richmond, right? Yeah. What are some places that you would tell me to come, you know, check out? So the Shenandoah Valley anywhere is amazing. Uh, we were supposed to have a grand opening for, I think it's Seven Bends State Park, right right before COVID happened, which is like on the Shenandoah River and Woodstock area. Um, that's a, a brand new state park, which is amazing. 
Virginia has like 39 total, I think. Um, and you can do trail quest, I think is what it's called. You hike in each one of them uh, and you get recognized, but all the Western state parks are awesome. Like doubt that state park, you know, like hungry mother state park, like all those ones down kind of uh, paralleling like the mountain range as it goes down. But if you do anything in the Allegheny highlands, uh, you're going to be having a great time. It's really, really cool over there. And then of course, Richmond, uh, you know, post post vaccine when, when that is a thing and everything is firing on all cylinders again, you should come down here and like just eat your way through Richmond because there are just so many good spots and so many, I'm going to do some revenge eating. Like once it's safe to, to get back out and do all this stuff again, because it's, there's just so many things that uh, I didn't realize that I missed until I was told I couldn't go to them. And then I was like, Oh man, but I really want chicken from that place. Like I said, you know, it's, it's so good. So yeah, definitely Richmond. And then basically anywhere like left of Richmond, uh, you know, just get out in the mountains and go out that way. You guys were also doing um, a beer collaboration, a brewery. So tell me about that. Yeah, I have, I actually have yours to send out. I, so we're going to disguise okay. that, that mail package and <laughs> <laughs> send that up. Um, but Vossen Brewery here in Richmond is, uh, is one of our sponsors, is like one of our main sponsors. And have you ever heard of 1% for the planet through Patagonia? Yes. So, yeah, so it's, they are part of that. And we are also in that group and they chose our nonprofit as the benefactors for their 1% contribution annually, um, which is amazing. So like going into it, when I was first learning, I thought that that was just a financial thing, you know, just all that, but it can be anything. It can be like in kind, it can be space, it could be time, volunteer stuff, any of that. So pre-COVID, we had been doing things like our bat house building and all that stuff there. During COVID, uh, one of the brewers, uh, the head brewer, Tony, who's one of the owners wanted to do a collaboration beer. So I just was super excited for that. I was like, heck yeah, man, that'd be great. Um, and there's this place in Richmond called Rostov's coffee. And it's a great little uh, local spot and has just delicious tons of coffee, tea, all kinds of stuff. They have a pecan coffee, which is one of my favorite ones. And so we made this stay cozy stout, uh, which is a chocolate milk stout, roasted with uh, oh pecan like pecan coffee uh, um, I yeah know. just yeah so it's, send that my way <laughs> yeah i definitely will it's so good no, no. it's uh, um yeah it's like campfire no. in a can it's and it's amazing i know most people are like what you like stouts i'm like oh yes like definitely yeah, yeah. no <laughs> i was good like stuff. right me too i you know i moved to richmond coming from the shando valley 10 years ago uh like right before all the craft breweries popped out uh, there wasn't much, I, you know, I didn't know much about beer. I was like, that's cool. I, I don't know much about it, but getting to Richmond and then the craft brewery scene exploding, I discovered, you know, IPAs and I was like, oh, these are pretty great. And then I just stayed on that train for a while. And then now everybody's making sours and stouts and whatever blends they're making, lagers, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, there's so many options. Um, but stouts are pretty, they're up there. They're one of my favorite ones for sure. And so besides the, the beer, you are also, I mean, there's other ways that people are supporting your organization. Like, for example, you have like shirts and mm -hmm. um, hats and stickers and all of those things. So tell me a little bit about some of the other ways that you're getting your message out. Yeah, we have we have all the things we have. Um, we have stickers if you want stickers um, and we don't charge for the stickers, you know, because those are just such a fun thing to have. You know, you come to a cleanup, you grab some some 
paraphernalia for your uh, your water bottle to your laptop or your car you know and 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 those are really fun uh to to hand out and, and then then it's more fun too like to be going around town uh or driving and then like you see one and i'm like oh that's funny like and you know it's kind of a cool thing but we have uh shirts as well like you'd mentioned uh this local in richmond uh company called bonfire uh they do they're actually located out in the east end uh varina and um i didn't realize how big they actually were so they do stuff like global like they're they're huge but they're based right here in richmond and they do all our shirts and they don't charge us a it's it's pretty great actually they handle all the shipping um all the customer service uh side of things production setup all that stuff so they don't charge us a fee uh or anyone a fee uh to use them if you use their platform uh and then they recoup their costs when you sell their shirts uh, or sell your shirts and then uh they do everything shipping and all that stuff so we you know, we have ones for different campaigns. We have a Shenandoah shirt. I think our newest one that just came out says uh, kindness is cool. Uh, and that was a partnership with um, Highland Support Group uh, here in Richmond uh, that's actually working to educate people on indigenous lands um, throughout the Commonwealth and the country um, and what, what we're on. So, you know, Richmond's great, but like, you know, do we know they tell you about the the Native Americans that were here before us and what these lands were and things like that. So it's really cool because you can set that up. So when those get sold, they directly get a payment. Um, or when we did our Shenandoah ones, uh, that went into a side fund we set up for our trail maintaining workshop and stuff. Uh, and then Bonfire keeps, you know, however many dollars per shirt and we make however many dollars per shirt uh, based on the, the margins that we set for that. But, uh, you know, I never have to deal with shipping or post office or any of that stuff and they do all of it for us so we just log on and design them uh, and post them on our store uh and then you the just, fun stuff right yeah the the, yeah literally yeah. the fun stuff like we yeah. you know i play around with dropbox and and uh, and get all that stuff up there and then that's the last i see of it and then we get shirts in the mail and it's great and they have been uh, a real real delight to work with um because when you it's rare in 2021 that when you call a company someone picks up usually it's like press one for this issue or and half of them are voice automated and they cut you off because you like breathe too heavy or something you know it's the worst uh but you call bonfire and it's like hello and it's like oh well like i wasn't ready for a real human um yeah wait hey. i don't know how to interact right now. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> hey uh so that's really cool yeah. good no that's good um so you're doing um you're still working through the out throughout this year on mm -hmm. the section hike. What other kind of cleanups or different things do you have going on? Um, you know, we're starting to get, I mean, I guess in Virginia, it's going to be different weather, but here in Michigan, it's starting to feel like spring. So, you know, the snow has melted and you see all of the crap on the trails <laughs> that's yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what are some of the things that uh, you guys are doing over the next few months? Um, we have every April, um, every, well, for Earth Day, we have a, a big cleanup with um, with Vossen Brewery as a sponsor. So we, we pick a spot right down here in, in Richmond. Um, the James River Park system, which uh, is an amazing resource to have in our town. It's, it's just miles on the north and south side of the river of just trails. Uh, you can string them together if you want to do like long day hikes, but never leave the city. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So we pick a spot right at Belle Isle and uh, Tredegar Street, uh, and we branch out from there. And from that point, 
you're, you know, you're within walking distance of, of like five neighborhoods, you know, you have Oregon Hill behind you, you have Shaco bottom, uh, you can go across the river to Manchester, you can go over to Belle Isle, uh, which is one of the spots that we hit, or you can go up to this area, Hollywood Cemetery, all of these spots that people um, enjoy on foot, we start right there in the middle, uh, and then just kind of like spread out and hit the mall and, and pick up trash. Uh, and come back. Uh, and that's, that kicks off our season for our weekly cleanups after that. Um, this has been the first year we've done stuff through the winter. We hadn't really done that in the past, but we, I think I kind of was noticing, you know, everybody being socially starved, uh, halfway through all of this. Yeah. Through this pandemic stuff. So, uh, I put a feeler out on Instagram months ago and said, Hey, if we, you know, if we offered, uh, cleanups, you know, through the colder months and stuff this year, is that, would you guys be interested in that and stuff? And just overwhelmingly people were like, yes. And like, all right, cool. Um, so we've actually, this is the first year we've done stuff basically through the whole year. We took March off, but we have a cleanup for earth day coming up. We have uh, Riverside outfitters here in Richmond, which is like a whitewater rafting company. Um, we're doing a floating cleanup with them. So we're going to have the trash armada coming down the river, oh, um, which will be really cool. Cleaning, cleaning that up. Uh, and then, yeah, then we do our start our weekly rotation of uh, Sunday cleanups just in all these different spots. But uh, we have a camping trip coming up in May, uh, a socially distant uh, uh, camping trip in uh, over in Nelson County, the George Washington National Forest. And um, that'll be fun. Just, you know, get some people outside with a place to sleep. All we're doing is providing the space. It was a big group campsite we rented out so people can come to sit there in the mountains and sleep all weekend if they want or go to the breweries if they want or read a book if they want we're just giving them a spot to go for the weekend uh, and they can come join which will be fun and then we have our trail magic is coming up in june every june we do uh, a big hiker feed uh, buffet up at rockfish gap yeah it's, that one's really fun because like right when the bubble gets to shenandoah ish the northbound bubble is um basically from like the last week of May through like the third week of June is when you see like a lot of people coming through that way. Um, so we pull up at Rockfish Gap and we, uh, you know, we have some like goal zero uh, battery packs to like charge up everybody's electronics. We have uh, just buku loads of, of baby wipes for hiker showers. Uh, we have, uh, you know, peanut butter and jelly uh, stations where people can make their sandwiches, breakfast bagels, uh, coffee boxes, tons of water. Uh, we pack out their trash. We have uh, Snickers bars, Cliff bars, all kinds of stuff. So we take all their trash and then we load their packs down with more food and then we send them north into Shenandoah. And uh, that's really fun. So that's the second weekend in June this year, like June 13th. Wow. So you guys are really busy. Yeah. we like trying to, trying to do fun stuff all the time. You know, it's, that's, that's the main thing. So we, you know, obviously, um, it's going to be more people that are, you know, local to mm -hmm. Virginia who can attend most of these events. But what are some ways that like the bigger community who maybe wants to support Keep Virginia Cozy or also even, you know, pick your brain because you've kind of created this great community model that I feel like should be implemented, you know, in a bunch of other cities. Oh, thank you. That would be um Man, that's really flattering to hear. That's uh, ideally, you know, that that's kind of the vision I had for at least Virginia uh, was, you know, I want everybody, regardless of what town you're in, uh, to be able to be like, hey, oh, man, it's it's Sunday. Where uh, where's our local cleanup happening? 
uh, you know, that kind of a thing. But anyone's welcome to get in contact with me uh, in, in any form that's easiest for them. We have, uh, you know, our website is just uh, keep Virginia cozy, all spelled out, dot org. Our email address is howdy, H-O-W-D-Y, at keepvirginiacozy.org. Uh, and then Instagram and Facebook is just at keepvirginiacozy, all spelled out. So, you know, I, I'm the one that manages those. There's no no other people here. So if you res- reach out and it takes me a bit to respond, I apologize. You might um, be on the trail. Yeah, I might not have service, uh, which would be cool, but I will get back to you as quickly as I possibly can. But yeah, I think one thing that would be really helpful, or, and it is really helpful, is, you know, we know, we all know the world's a small place. I'm in Virginia, you're in Michigan. Uh, you know, Steve from Mighty Blue is in Florida. But we all have this common thread that that these these stitches that run multi-state trails, uh, you know, the AT and all these places. And so it's it's not inevitable that we meet because there's chances that we won't, but it's highly likely that people of the same uh, passions cross paths at some point. So if you know somebody who's going to be hiking through Virginia uh, and and needs some help in any way, wants to take a shower or sleep in somebody's couch or something, you know, or, or Zoom, whatever, uh, you know, give them our information. Uh, we're, we're happy to help anyone you know if you grew here or you flew here like we're here for you like that's the whole thing and the hiker community is amazing so you know just sharing the platforms it doesn't matter what state you're in because you might have friends who are going to be here and we might have people who are going to be there and you know if we can get our webs and stuff going and and everything like that and just stay connected as best we can and plus the world's getting smaller with social media and all that stuff anyway so it's like you know i mean like just word of mouth has been how we've grown anyway you know, I don't know. I'm definitely not any uh, like consultant as far as how to make uh, functional businesses like what you mentioned the, for the model go. You know, a lot yeah. of times I'm kind of building the plane as I fly it, but it's uh, I'm happy to share what little I've learned in, in the, the short time with anybody who's who's curious or, you know, talk to anybody who might not know exactly where to start because it can be overwhelming uh, for sure. But you know, I think that's the main thing is like, you, you have to just start. And it's such like cliche advice, you know, like, Oh, if you want to be happy, just, you know, start being happy or, you know, get something done, just start getting it done. Like it's annoying that it's true, but a lot of times it's true. You know, when we started a lot of our stuff, I didn't know for permitting purposes or for like, uh, you know, thank God nobody got hurt the first year we did any of this stuff. Cause I didn't even think about having insurance for anything. Uh, you know, which I'm like, oh my God, like yeah. <laughs> thinking back on it, but uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun, but I'm always happy to uh, talk to anybody about uh, any questions they might have. And I'm also learning all the time too. So I'm happy to talk to anybody because I might uh, be able to, to gain more knowledge. No, that's, that's good because you're right. The the community, the hiker community is, is one that, I feel at the, at the heart of it, um, when you get down to it, it's people who just want to, you know, love the outdoors, love the other people who are also out there in the outdoors, and and it's for the community. Right. So if you take away all the other layers and uh, peel back some of the stuff that that might be on the outer side, I think you get to that heart, which right. which for me is is why I love doing what I do. Right. Yeah. And it's so, it's so, that's the perfect way to put it. Cause it's, you know, that's exactly what it is. It's like at the most, everything gets simplified uh, when you're hiking, you know, your thoughts go to food and shelter and water and 
it's, you know, one day on a trail is the equivalent to three weeks of social interaction in real life. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of as well as to, uh, you know, help support. And I love it. I'm, I'm, it's just so much fun to be a part of, but every single person I've met, I haven't met a bad, not even bad. That's not a right word. I haven't met a strange person in, I've met some strange people. I have not met, yeah, uh, come on. you know, I have not <laughs> met a, a person that I didn't find uh, some common ground with in this. It's um, a good way to put it. In this community, you know, cause like regardless of what makes us who we are, uh, we all have outdoors in common, you know, it should be the largest level playing field there is period. Thank you, Brian, for chatting with me today. Yeah, thank you. For, for sharing all about Keep Virginia Cozy. Yeah. Um, it's a great organization. You're doing some really excellent things out there. Glad to be able to chat with you and to, to you know, get to know you and get to know what, what you guys are up to. So, Yeah, thank you so much for, for having us. It was a, it's always an honor to be uh, on such cool things as, as your podcast and and hopefully, you know, people will find something that resonates with them. And if they're nearby, come join us. Thanks again for listening today. If you know of an organization that you think Hike should highlight because they're doing great things out in the community, drop me a line. I would love to interview and learn more about them. Also, trying to do some fun things in the summer. So you're going to see more about a hike book club do some summer reading together, and then also a Michigan Explorer series. So plenty going on and plenty of time on the trails. So until next time, see you on the trail.